Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Put your hands everybody y'all listening to the voice uh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show we got a good one for you today i was thinking about on the way in you know yesterday was a really really trying day for me it was, it was a lot of work yesterday and i was uh i gotten so tired at one point man that but you know i mean i mean i had no one to 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 explain it to you know my the, the, the fellas that travel with me, they just go. They just go. You know, they know where I got to be. They get me in, in place, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I, you know, right about when I'm about to complain about it out loud, 
I also find all of the incredible reasons that I have to be grateful. And it kind of slows down the complaining a little bit. Now, I'm not saying there are days, man, where I don't verbalize my fatigue or I don't verbalize my, man, I wish I didn't have to work so hard or, man, but, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah man. When I get through with that, I have so many reasons to be grateful that it does slow it down, you know. And sometimes, in the majority of the time, it just flat out stops it because I end up laughing at myself because, you know, it's so many things are happening to me beyond my belief, beyond what I ask God for. So there's just some extreme blessings going on in my life. But man, man, oh man, oh man, have I paid. And that, that's the part I want to talk to you about today. You know, see, a lot of people look at other people and they see what they think is the finished product. They don't realize that all of us, no matter who we are, are still a work in progress, that I have many flaws, that I have many problems, and I have many situations that come up, you know, just like anybody else. You know, I'm, I'm no different from that. You know, uh, you know, life happens for me just like it happens for you. It, it may happen in different ways, but just like, you know, if something comes up at an inconvenient time for you, it pops up for me. You know, if something happens for me that seems unfair, I know that it's happening to somebody else unfairly. But, you know, um, I, f- I, f- I find myself being grateful the, the majority of the time. I can't say all the time because... I'm a human being, and sometimes I find myself complaining about it all, you know. But but I try for the most part to stay grateful, to stay focused, and it allows me to keep the wheels churning. But now I wanna I wanna share something with you about your road to success. You know, you've heard me say this probably a hundred times now. The road to success is always under construction. It really is. So here's here's what I want you to expect. On your way to changing, on your way to becoming successful, on your way to achieving your goals, on your way to getting better, I want you to expect many difficulties. Once again, the road to cons- the road to success is always under construction. I want you to expect many difficulties, but here is the deal between successful people and non-successful people. It's how they deal with the difficulties. That's the only difference. It's how you deal with the difficulties, how you handle the setbacks, how well you get up after you've been knocked down. That's happening to all of us. None of us, none of us are exempt from that. You're going to fall. You're going to be pushed. You're going to be run over. You're going to be tackled. You are going to be lied about. You are going to have setbacks. That's a part of the journey. But how do you handle them? How well do you do you handle everything? See, I want you to understand something. When you set out to be successful, here's difficult. Petey Pablo, who I have probably people wondering, what is he about to quote Petey Pablo? He had a a, a, a a rap album out called Diary of a Sinner. And it was really, man, my favorite 
rap album of all time because he said some things about his life that I could so relate to. I can't think of the name of the song right now, but there is a lyric, a stanza in one of his songs that says, I had a half a tank of gas, two cigarettes, scraping up change in an ashtray. And a voice said, it's only a test of my faith. It said, I had a half a tank of gas, two cigarettes, scraping up change in an ashtray. But a voice said, it was only a test of my faith. Here's the deal. Your faith, which is the belief in things that you cannot see. When you say, I'm going to make it, I'm going to be successful at it. I'm going to finish college. I'm going to achieve my goal. I'm going to be a better husband. I'm going to be a better father. I'm going to be a better wife. I'm going to be a better mother. I'm going to be a better student. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to start doing more for other people. I'm going to help the less fortunate. Whatever you say, when you send that prayer up, when you declare that faith, the devil hears your prayer too. Now the sad thing about the devil is he's busy 24-7 and he has people that works for him 24-7. There's some imps out there that ain't up to no good. You all know them. You've all run across them. They always putting shade on somebody. They always barking at somebody. They always knocking somebody down. These people, they, 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 they just busy for Satan. What you got to be careful of is that occasionally you don't become one of those people. See, so when these people, when, when the devil hears this prayer that you sent up or what you're going to be successful at, then your faith is going to be tested. He got people, man, to come in there and try to knock you off that course so you can get on back to this old oh, woe is me. I ain't going to ever be nothing. The, uh, man, seem like every time I try to get back up, I get knocked right back down. Once he gets you saying that enough times, then he can start implementing some other programs. Come on, man. Let's sell this dope. We can't get no job. Now, here you go. You're off track. You gone. You other way. Now he got you. He got you tied up now to the point where he can get you locked up or he can get you killed and lose your soul. So now he at work busy. He all day. What you got to be mindful of is that your faith will be tested, that it's going to be difficult to get to where you are. And you got to stay in prayer all the time, talking to your creator about strengthening you for the journey. You have to be strengthened for the journey. That's all you asking for because the journey is the journey. You can stop asking God to remove all these problems in these situations because it ain't going to happen. These are the test of our faith. This determines how bad you want it. What I'm saying to you this morning is stay focused, stay prayerful, stay on point, get ready for them. Understand that it's just a test of your faith, that your faith will be tested, but you got to stay the course, man. You got to stay the course. It's all right. You will be fine in due time, but you got to give some of this stuff a chance to play itself out because nothing lasts forever. Ain't no pain forever. All right. I'm just trying to help you with that.
because, boy, I'm dealing with it all the time. Stay prayerful. God got help for you. All right? Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all of you. This show today is being dedicated to anybody who has captured or has possession uh-huh. of a tiger. <laughs> yeah. To all of you who have captured, wrestled, or own a tiger, congratulations. This one's for you. This, this one's show for you. is dedicated to y'all. Yeah, we are You're we so- always dedicate our show to the forgotten ones. <laughs> so thoughtful. You know what I'm saying? Just just open this up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. up, Shirley? Hey Steve, how you doing? Uh yeah. <laughs> What is that? That's my tiger sound. One more time. <laughs> no, this is a dog. He love making animal sounds. They're the same thing. One of them is just sick. <laughs> Junior. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. What's happening? Fool number two. What is going on, everybody? Watch out there now. Oh. Watch out there now. Yeah. Watch out there now. Well, Watch you out know. There now. Yeah, okay. Watch out there now. Okay. We're watching. Watch out there now. Yeah, they ain't never let you do that over there. <laughs> that many times? He can't yeah, get that, that many. Not that many. I never got Hell that many. No. <laughs> I'm beside I know myself. He did. Yeah, because that's a lot. Watch out there now. Hey, that's enough. That's yeah. enough. Yeah. It, it is, but I'm one more. Why that in there? Yeah, because I'm ignorant. Yeah, between me and him, I'm good in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, well, last one. Why that in there? You know what I'm saying? So, so are you happy here, Jay? I'm so happy here. Okay. I'm so happy. But, you know, it's a different plantation, which means your ass still got to pick cotton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to you yeah. do your share over yeah, here? Yeah, you're going to do your share over here. Uh, Don't think that you've been sold. You're going to be laid up under a tree and not do a damn yeah. thing. Hey. Oh, no. Ain't no such thing and as free. Also, I want to dedicate the show in honor of Tommy. Oh. Yeah, I want in honor of Tommy. Your nephew, why? Yeah. Uh, for, you know, for little people. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Tigers the and Tommy. PT. PT. PT, Tiny Tommy. <laughs> tiny <laughs> Tommy and Tigers. Triple <laughs> T's. <laughs> Didn't he have a company called TNT? He does. Tigers yeah. and Tommy. <laughs> oh, man. This show is crazy. Yeah, Are yeah, you man. sure, Jay? Oh, I'm so happy. Okay. Yeah, he'll be in a little bit later today. But you know uh-huh. one thing about this show? It What's goes that? on, man, because we got stars on this show, baby. Yeah. We got real stars on I've this show. I said it once, and I'm going to say it again. Championship team. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. No one says it quite like you, Jay. Championship team. Championship <laughs> team. Boy. <laughs> Champion. No, no, Shirley. You can't say it like that. Championship team. <laughs> man. Anyway. <laughs> Don't be ignorant today. Mm, I think so. It's Friday. It always is. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Woo-hoo! All right. Uh, coming up, Tyler Perry is Drake. Have you guys heard about this story? No. no. All right. We'll talk about it in something funny when we come back at 34 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Now, this is something funny, Steve. Uh, your buddy, 
family to the show. We love him. Tyler Perry. TP. <laughs> is a dead ringer for Drake? For who? <laughs> Drake. The rapper, Drake. People uh, uh, mistaken Tyler Perry for Drake. Okay, listen, <laughs> check this out. At least when, you know, he's taking uh, pictures with foreign fans that don't have a clue. <laughs> Apparently, while here in L.A., two ladies, one of the, whom was French, we just left uh-huh. Paris, remember, asked Tyler for a picture. Uh-huh. They kind of sort of knew he was famous, but they didn't really kind of grasp who he was, not really. So Tyler played along and just told the ladies he was Drake, and they believed Wow. <laughs> they believed <Yeah>. him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Tyler crazy. He <laughs> yeah. Tyler is crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I know you have a bunch of funny fan stories, but that's Tyler's funny fan story that the fans thought. No, hold up, hold up. Uh-huh. I'm in I'm in Memphis one day. Uh-huh. I'm performing uh, at this club. Yeah. I get on the elevator with Boomerang <laughs> and Juan, when my boy Juan was. Oh, yeah. I remember Juan. Juan's yeah. a good guy. Six four yeah. six six. Uh-huh. Everybody three fifty, but me. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're on the elevator. Uh-huh. White guy gets on the elevator, uh-huh. pushes the button. Uh-huh. I'm standing behind Juan and Boom, so he don't see me. Yeah. He turns around to them and he goes, "Boy, elevator sure is crowded." <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you say. And so they didn't say nothing. He said, and we riding down. He said. Guys are awful quiet. <laughs> so Juan said, that's because we ain't talking to you. But Juan said, that's because we not talking to you. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. So he turns back around. The door opens, and a group of people see us, but it just looks full. It's plenty of room behind Juan and Boom. Juan and Boom, yeah. But it just looked full. Right, right, right. So the door shut, and he goes, and the white guy went, why? Sure could have used a little company. <laughs> <laughs> so, he so, got some more flows to go. I'm behind them. Holler laughing. I you're laughing. I I'm know. behind Big Boom and Juan. Holler laughing. So we get down to the bottom and the door opens. Uh-huh. And they split and I come between them. He goes, oh my God. <laughs> How in the world were you back there? <laughs> he just he won't says, let it go. No, it just he goes. He goes. Oh my God, <laughs> Mr. Pryor, could I please have your autograph? And I went. Damn, oh, no. Richard Pryor's dead. <laughs> yeah, he, Richard Pryor had just passed. Yeah. He's gone. Wow. And he said, Mr. Pryor, please. <laughs> so I said, Hey, man, look, I'm not Richard Pryor. Listen. I'm not going to tell anybody. That's funny. <laughs> man. Just sign the paper for me. I said, man, listen, I'm not Richard Pryor. That is funny, Steve. You're not. Really? Come on. <laughs> Just sign it for me. I said, all right, man, get here. <laughs> and I wrote Richard Pryor on the paper. He yeah. went, man, thank you so much. God almighty. That, <laughs> but that happens a lot, though. God Because once they lock in their mind who you are, uh-huh. that's, that's who you that. are. You Richard Pryor. You, you Richard. Just I signed it. Richard so that Pryor. explains Tyler Perry yeah. and Drake. And, and I cannot tell you how many times I've been mistaken for Cheryl Underwood. It is unbelievable. <laughs> I've taken pictures many, and everything. Jake? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Cheryl Underwood, sign autograph. No problem. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I, you know Cheryl is, is our girl. You? <laughs> hey, you hired him. What is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Cheryl Underwood. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's Cheryl Underwood. <laughs> Ain't shaved or nothing. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy got that same thing, man. I'll oh. tell you, Tommy, boy. I was with Tommy one time. This uh-huh. dude went up. Little man. <laughs> <laughs>
Lil Mayne. This show Didn't even stake him for nothing. No, Lil Mayne. And they say it again over I like that movie, boy. Lil Mayne. What's just wrong Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lil Mayne. Let's hit you with a tag. That's it. Man, they do. They hit you with a hit. You know who I get steak for? Who? I was in Vegas. We was at the hoodies. The group of white women ran up to me and said, Oh my God, it's Wayne Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm standing there I like, Man, I'm not Wayne Brady. But you know what wasn't helping? Why was I waiting for my luggage under Wayne Brady picture? <laughs> <laughs> they was over there snapping their behinds off. Yeah. I swear I said, I'm not Wayne. But then one was fine. I just went to singing best I could. <laughs> yes, I am. You'll never find <laughs> I will no be waiting. Love if you are who they think you are, that's Man, who you are. That's they, who you got to be. That's who you got to be. The one who cares about you. <laughs> Listen to Lou Rawls over like there. Like I do. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm not blaming on you, baby. Oh, my gosh, boy. But that is, that is, that is. Oh. <laughs> Richard Pryor. Oh, my yeah. God. the hell up, Hey, baby. just sign it, guy. Come on. <laughs> oh, so you had hair this time, though. Yeah. Yeah, you had the whole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know what? Another funny story, Steve. This doesn't have to do with uh, mistaken identity, but the story with you on the elevator and the little girl. <laughs> Remember that? At Disney? Yes. <laughs> hey, man. We're on the what? elevator. Oh, you haven't heard Disney. this story? Yeah, I'm I'm at Animal Kingdom. And, you know, it's just families. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming out of the suite. No, I'm getting ready to go to the suite. And we get downstairs. And down at the bottom is where the pool is. And I just got through eating at Jinko's. So oh, the yeah. pool is yeah. down there. Uh-huh. So I get on the elevator, the door shut, and this guy runs and holds the door so his family could get on. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, cool. So I'm standing there. So a guy gets on, couple, and they got a little girl. This little girl <laughs> got on a... Uh, this is crazy. A little... Uh, like a sundress? Sheer, like, sundress. Oh, like a cover-up, a beach cover like a little yeah, terry cloth cover-up. Okay. But the mm-hmm. little girl just stood in front of me and put her hand all the way in her butt <laughs> and was just digging. And I'm talking about, man, where I could... Up in there. She was just showing her whole little backside. Her whole bottom is out. And I'm God. sitting there looking at her daddy like, hey, man, say your girl. Say something. Yeah. Yeah. Say something. And she was just just opening it and just scratching it. And I was sitting there, man, it was, I was mortified. Because I mean, why is your little girl? And why won't you stop her? <laughs> Scared. All right, coming up next, the nephews run that prank back. We'll be back right oh. after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's go. Time for uh, nephews run that prank back. We're running the prank back. This one right here is uh-huh. Musty Son. Your son is Musty. <laughs> Damn. That's terrible. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Vanessa, please. This is she. Hi, Vanessa. My name is Robert. I'm the uh, uh, one of the owners. You know my wife, Michelle. We own the daycare. Uh, yes, 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 yes. How can I help you? Okay. We've been... Uh, I think we've had your son, Malik, probably close to a year now. Am I right? Yes, you have. Is everything okay? No, everything is fine. Everything is fine. I don't think we uh, we have a problem that we can't clear up. Um, I, I have a question for you. Have, have you been noticing anything different about Malik um, 
like concerning hygiene at all? Hygiene? No. Not that I can recall. What are you talking about? Okay. How old is Malik? He's two. Okay. Well, we seem to have come across a little glitch here that we're going to try to take care of here at the uh, at the daycare. I, actually, my wife didn't. I told her I would make the phone call and leave her out of it. I know you see her every day once yeah, you drop. Yeah, but what, what, what glitch are you talking about? What, what What is this glitch? I'm sorry? Glitch. What is this glitch that you want to talk about? I'm confused. Okay. Well, actually, what we're having is it seems like every day here lately for the last two months, uh, Malik has been... You know, very musty. You know, he hasn't been really what? sweaty, but just real musty. Okay, you clearly have the wrong child because I give my son a bath every night, and most mornings before he leaves the school, I give him another bath again. So, yeah, I'm pretty positive you have the wrong child. No, ma'am. Your son is Malik, right? And he's, he's two years old. You guys have been here with us right close to a year now, correct? Yes, and? Okay, and he's a cute little kid with the curly hair. I know exactly which one he is. So what I'm what I'm saying to you is that we are having problems. He's just he's just reeking, you know. He's real musty. Okay, so, you know what? My son does not reek. I don't know what child you're talking about, but you're not talking about my child. I just told you I make sure that he gets a bath every night. So that's not my child. My child is very clean. Okay, well, well hang on, Vanessa. What I'm trying to get you to understand is I'm trying to. This is why my wife didn't want to call. Okay, and I'm glad I'm actually the one that made the call. What we need to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to try a little experiment for. The next month or so. Experiment? I'm, gonna, I'm sorry? Well, what, what do you mean experiment? What kind of experiment? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some male deodorant on him. What? For the next, for the, well, just for the next month, and we'll see how it plays no, out. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not going to put anything on my child. That's not going to happen. Okay, well, ma'am, I'm trying to I'm trying to fix the problem here. I just wanted to call He and doesn't have you. a problem. I already told you that my son is clean. You're not going to put any on him, and if you do, it's going to be a problem. Do you understand me? Okay, ma'am, I'm not trying to have an argument with you. What I want you to know is... Well, I'm not I'm trying, trying to have to, an I'm argument either, to but you're, trying to, you're talking about putting deodorant on my child. You You can't do that. I'm not going to have that happening. Please don't make me have to come back to that school for you and your wife. Okay, ma'am, listen, we're going to have to do something about your child. Your child is musty, okay? And you're sitting here getting an attitude with me, and I'm trying to let you know your child because is musty. you're talking nonsense. Maybe you're the one that's musty. Maybe you and your wife are musty. My child is not musty. I keep telling you that I bathe him every night. Which part of that do, don't you understand? I understand everything that you're saying. Maybe it's the soap. Maybe something is not taking effect. I'm not sure, okay? But maybe you're just smelling right, because I don't know what child you're smelling, but you're not smelling my child. On him. You are not using male deodorant on my child. Do I need to come down there for you with the cops and sue your entire establishment? You don't want that to happen. Stay away from my child. Are you crazy? You know, matter of fact, where's my son? Ma'am, your son is fine. Your son is in there with the rest of the kids. They're playing. I, you know, today is the first day I sprayed a little bit of male deodorant on you his arm. You said what? see how that worked okay, out. Okay, so you clear Look, Cheryl, Cheryl can, can, can you cover for me for a couple of minutes? I'll be, I'm, I'm bringing my there right now. I'll be there within the hour because you must be crazy. What do you mean you sprayed my son? Ma'am, I just sprayed a little bit of deodorant on him just to see if we can. If I we didn't can give you permission to do that, and I keep telling you that there's nothing wrong with my child, and you took it upon yourself to go and spray my child, and you weren't supposed to do that. Are you crazy? I'm bringing my right now. Okay, well, what are you coming here for? The boy is, he, he, your son Malik is fine. Why are you coming here? No, he's clearly not fine. If you're going around spraying why don't you spray Because clearly it's your smelling and reeking and funky as hell. I ain't give you no to spray my child. Damn, I'm going to come down there and I promise you, I promise you, I'm going to shoot all y'all because you're 
crazy. Okay, let me say this, ma'am. Your son is musty. He's been reeking for the My last son is months. not musty. How many times we I couldn't take it anymore? He's not musty. Okay? You know what? I ain't even trying to hear you. Cause you 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 clearly crazy. How you go around spraying people's kids? And I with my child. Did you smell the other kids? You know what? I'm about to get in my car and come down there for your ass. Cause you must be crazy. Hello, hello. Hello. Why did you hang up on me? I'm trying to fix the problem, ma'am. Wait, wait, wait. What? I told you that I'm coming down there. I'll be there in ten minutes. What? I needed to let you know one more thing that's going on here. What could you possibly need? Let me know, because I'm on my way to right now. Where are you now? Are you in your car? Where are you? I am heading to my car, about to get in my car to come down there for because you must be crazy, spraying my child. Before you get to your car, I need I need to tell you one more thing about your son, okay? Please, what you possibly have to tell me? I want to tell you that what? this is, listen to me, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend Cheryl got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Mother, <laughs> I'm standing here in the parking lot about to come down there for and that knew exactly what I was about. I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her because I'm thinking, I know my child is musty. I know my child is clean and he doesn't smell. Ooh, I'm going to get her. <laughs> I just talked to her. She said she's right here in her cubicle. you got to call her right now. I said, okay, just chill out. I'm going to call her. Uh, we well, got a you don't know. <laughs> hey, is, is Malik nice and clean? <laughs> Malik is always nice and clean and smelling right. So I don't know what the hell you were talking about. I was like, not my child. He got the wrong child. You are about to get it. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Vanessa, you got to tell me one more thing, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> <laughs> the one and only Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right, yeah, that was pretty good, Tommy. Yeah, that, yeah. Hey, y'all, don't mistake. forget you can catch Tommy <laughs> down in Tampa at the Sun Dome. He is. Yeah, he'll be down there with Maze, Kelly Price, and Tank. That's wow. right. Yeah, That's Tommy right. down at the Sun Dome. Now, listen, uh-huh. Tommy will be introducing Kelly Price and Tank. Yeah, what about... Frankie Beverly, Frankie Beverly mm-hmm. and Maze. Yes. No, he won't be doing that. Frankie Beverly just come out. No, but, Frank just come out. Yeah, you, just come do you out. understand that no. he realizes he thinks that he's going to right. introduce No, no one Don't nobody give a Frankie damn Bell. what he thinks. No, but that's Frankie how Beverly he's just be, come out. been no. pre- presenting it to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, he can quit thinking. Uh, Frankie Beverly wants that stage cleared when he yeah. comes yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Tommy is presenting it like Maze is... You know, nah. is the opening act, and Tommy is the headline. Yeah, and, and he's selling air tickets. Fairly about about five years ago, uh-huh. no, 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 about seven years ago, I opened up for Frankie Beverly Mays on New Year's Eve in New Orleans. Oh, really? And I did introduce Frankie mm-hmm. Beverly Mays. Matter of fact, I just said, you know, you know what time it is, and uh-huh. just jumped off the front of the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so I could get oh, ready. Yeah, you jumped off. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah, you don't get to introduce Frank Beverly May. No, they want your ass off that off stage. Off the stage. I don't think the nephew is clear on he'll that. Know, he'll know when he get there. <laughs> Only one person has uh-huh. ever introduced me. And who was that? Yeah, you looking at it. Steve Harvey? <laughs> That's his music festival. He said, wow. man, you the only one yeah. Frank yeah. ever yeah. let bring yeah. him out. Wow. The only one. Thank All right. you very much. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back at the top of the hour. Uh, Miss Ann will be here with our uh, Friday headlines when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, uh, <laughs> Miss Ann is coming in with our Friday headlines. Before we get to that, uh, you don't want to miss J. Anthony Brown's murder, the hit today. No, you don't. You don't want to miss I it today. Miss it. it is unbelievable. Yeah, but but check this out. Before we get to J. Anthony Brown's m- murder, the hit, <laughs> if I you must say. say. I must say. Okay. Well, uh, T is, TMZ has learned that uh, Suge Knight made a death threat against uh, straight out of Compton director F. Gary Gray. We all know him. Um, the L.A. County Grand Jury, which indicted Suge on felony criminal threats, uh, Suge allegedly made the threat during the filming of the movie, but months before, he killed a man involved in the production by driving over him in a Compton parking lot. We remember this. We saw this on TV. TMZ has obtained a copy of the grand jury indictment, which reads in part, on or about August 8th, 2014, Suge Knight threatened to commit a crime which would result in death and great bodily injury to Felix, that's what the F stands for, Mm -hmm. Felix Gary Gray. Suge was extremely unhappy with his portrayal in the movie, and he sent the threat by text. Sources connected with Suge claim the murder charge against him is falling apart, and they believe law enforcement is simply out to get him. Out to get him? This is a strange story, yeah. They got him. Yeah, he's yeah. in, right? He's, he's still in, in there, right? Yeah, he's there ain't no more out to get. No, yeah. they yeah. got him for driving over that guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I saw the video, man. It was, yeah, it was yeah. absolutely horrible. Yeah. I saw it, too. It was I, absolutely horrible. I have forgotten the part about uh, Straight Outta Compton, the movie, and yeah. all, all of this, though. Let me just tell you this during right the time here. it happened. What? Uh, should I form it as a question? Yeah, yeah. If you question. think, if yeah. you're asking yourself, then yeah, you know he's going to get you in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, question. Go with a yeah. question. Hey, let me ask you a question. Okay. When black people run over people with cars on video, do they traditionally get away with that? Is that a question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the table. You're just throwing it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just asking. Uh. I'm gonna have to go with no. Steve. So, do you think? Do you think? <laughs> Not this, ever. That, there's another question right here. Do you <laughs> okay. think that a likelihood? Yeah. <laughs> Bring that it. If they was out to get you, uh-huh. that this know. tape would be helpful in acquiring him. Can I just say this? Good question, Steve. Yeah. Brilliant. Don't you think so, very, Jay? Very yeah. Good question, I think right. it's really great. You think so, Junior? Uh, but the answer think... again is no. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I mean no, no. I mean, don't you think Oh, 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 yeah. That this seeing this tape of uh, him doing this yeah. is a good way for them to get him. Oh, absolutely, yes. Absolutely, absolutely yes. Yeah. yeah. I misunderstood the question, sir. It was so He's brilliant. Really yes. Yeah. Do you also think it's a likelihood that his ass is never going to get out of jail? <laughs> I think so. In our lifetime? In our lifetime. We won't see it. Mm. I, t- I, tell, I tell you what, though. He took it there, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Y'all remember the, do you remember the incident when Suge Knight got knocked out by the ball? Yeah. Smooth. He got smooth out. like that. Yeah. So do you think this threat is valid knowing that information? <laughs> <laughs> That there was a barber. I think you really just got to deal with the problem at hand right now. Knowing that there's a small, tiny barber that knocked knocked you out, do you really feel threatened? I just want to know. And where he is, they know that. Oh, yes, they do. You got that right. You got that right. Wow. I don't see it happening in our lifetime. Mm -mm. No. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I believe she's here. Yeah, she is. The one and only Miss Ann Tripp.
Ah, oh, thanks, thanks, Steve. Thanks, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, Special Counsel Robert Mueller is reportedly impaneling a brand new grand jury to look into Russian meddling in the 2016 election and possible ties to the Trump campaign. Of course, you know, he's been investigating that. However, the president's lawyers say they have no reason to believe uh, that Donald Trump himself is under investigation and that the White House does favor anything that, quote, accelerates the conclusion of Mueller's work fairly and the White House is committed to fully cooperating with Mr. Mueller. That's the quote that the White House has sent out. President Trump, meanwhile, by the way, spoke last night at a campaign-style rally in West Virginia, and he called the current Russia campaign probe just the Democrats being sore losers. The reason why Democrats only talk about the totally made-up Russia story is because they have no message, no agenda, and no vision. According to recent polls, Trump is still strongly supported in West Virginia due to his stated support of the coal industry, and Trump overwhelmingly won West Virginia in the election, garnering 68% of the vote there. By the way, now West Virginia's governor, Jim Justice, has switched parties. Again, Justice, a former Republican who became a conservative Democrat, is now switching back to the GOP. Okay, Attorney General Jeff Sessions moving to punish so-called sanctuary cities, threatening withhold federal crime-fighting resources to those municipalities unless they step up their efforts, he says, to detain people living in this country illegally. The Justice Department sent letters to four cities so far, Baltimore, Albuquerque, Stockton, and San Bernardino, letting their officials know that they'll be ineligible for the government's crime program unless they give immigration officers access to their jails and provide advance notice about anybody they intend prosecuting for something who happens to be wanted on immigration violations. Violations. Okay, LL Cool J has been named the Kennedy Center's first hip-hop honoree. That's right. The rapper and actor became hip-hop's first sex symbol and first solo star. That's about 30 years ago when LL Cool J became, you know, really sexy and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, now LL, whose government name is James Todd Smith, is to be inducted into the prestigious arts group with the class of 2017, which includes singers Gloria Estefan. Uh, Lionel Richie is one of the people that's going to be inducted with him. Choreographer and dancer, the lovely Carmen de Lavalade, and also TV show producer uh, Norman Lear, who did so many uh, things like All in the Family back in the day at the Kennedy Center as well. This year's award ceremony, by the way, is to be held on Sunday, December 3rd, at the Kennedy Center Opera House, which is in Washington, D.C. Finally, today is National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, National Hooray for Kids Day, and National Beer Day. Everybody sing! What is the malted liquor? What gets you drunker quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer! Beer! Golly, I adore it. Come on, damn it, pour it. Do it for me. Brew it for me. Feed it to me. Speed it to me. The most wonderful drink in the world. Hooray! Eugene the Butterfly, 20 minutes after the hour from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, the Butterfly, Eugene, has the day off today. Aww. Yeah. He's, no he's butterfly? Yeah, he's off today, so no more cool. counseling sessions. No but seriously? Ooh, we'll, well, we'll bring well, the therapist back next man, week or something. Man, well, let's probably. do something real good. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, Steve Jr. J., you guys hear about this. Uh, Floyd Mayweather has agreed to lighter gloves. He has agreed to lighter gloves, mm-hmm. but Nevada probably won't. Okay, Floyd May- Mayweather has said it. If the info doesn't come directly from him, then it isn't true. This one comes directly from his Instagram account. Floyd Mayweather reached out to Conor McGregor and said that he'll fight with eight-ounce gloves like they do in the MMA. Unfortunately, it's all talk because the officials in Nevada... Wait a minute, wait a minute. The gloves in the MMA are eight-ounce? That's, mm-hmm. that's what it says here. What, Heavier what, what, and mis- mixed Floyd marshals. normally fights with 12-ounce gloves. 
He he said he'll go down to eight for these. Yeah, he'll go down. But to But I eight. didn't know mixed martial arts was eight ounce gloves. I thought now, they were lighter than that. I think they lighter than that. that. I thought they were lighter than that. Uh, officials in Nevada are highly unlikely to approve anything less than ten know. ounce gloves. Uh, the Mayweather versus McGregor fight is August 26th. We all know that. Yeah. Floyd is expected to make over $300 million for the fight. I love Marshall. Now, what is the weight Doug, of I the gloves? I pretty much fight anybody for $300 Absolutely. Million. I'll fight you right now in the studio, but I'll be $300 million. When, when I come to, as long yeah, as you don't kill me. Million, yeah. yeah, as long as yeah. you don't kill I won't me, we're kill. good. I'll cut the deal. <laughs> Matter of fact, million. I'll swing and miss. Let's do it. I, I you just, just go ahead so you get paid. Huh? I'll just go ahead and lose the fight for three hundred million. I, my pre-fight gonna make you think no, I'm a win. I'll do better than that. I'll knock my <laughs> own damn self out in the corner for three hundred million. No, I'm talking about not. I'm talking about a cold cock. Really, Steve, you would knock Daddy. me out. For 300 million? 300 million? Sure, yeah. be laid yeah. I would take that knockout yeah. for 300 million. I know that when you came to how much you'd appreciate. <laughs> I know your so you're husband. you're doing it for me. I know your husband <laughs> would want to deal with yes, me. Yes, he would. And I'd deal with him more willingly. <laughs> 300 million now. If I got 300 million. Yeah. The deal y'all going to I'm going to just tell him. I'm going to say, look, Ernesto, look, man. This is how it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. The deal y'all for the I'm cut? I'm going to go on and let you whoop my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but not too much. <laughs> I got to be on family. Right. <laughs> I got some things to do. <laughs> I'm just, what, what, are the, what is the weight of the gloves? Why is that an issue either? I thought it was 12. Uh, the lighter gloves long. mean it's you faster. Hit, yeah, hit it's more, more bare hands. More, more bare hand. hand. And then you can oh, punch faster. Yeah. I thought MMA was lighter than They got to be lighter than that. Because it's almost like a, 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 a bag glove, yeah. I thought. What this is going to be is a raw I whoop it. What? A raw I <laughs> That's what it's going to be. If Floyd boxed this boy for real. It's going to be what? A raw I <laughs> All right, here we go. Coming up, <laughs> coming up after the break, J. Anthony Brown is here. To murder another hit. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back at 34 uh, after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. We back. Listen up. This fool is here. It's time to murder the hit. This one right here, I can't even stop him on. No, you can't. The because Bobby the, Valentino thing. Oh the rule has been set. If you're a singer. Yeah, but Jay. And Jay no, you. Uh, the no, rule is set. Jay, this is even worse than that. Because I, I saw the video. Yes. Man. I mean, you running down the hallway with your pants. Oh. You trying to block the camera. There's a couple things wrong with this video. If you just pay me. Yeah. If you just Bobby, pay me. Bobby, you left your key. <laughs> Man, yeah. you left your key. The shoes. first thing of leaving <laughs> where you ain't supposed to be is have your keys and shoes. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, the first thing. We'll, we'll talk about yeah, We'll let yeah. people know what you're talking about anyway, after you Anyway, Bobby Valentino got jammed up. Yeah. And that's what the song is about, Bobby Valentino. And I've said it once and I'll say it again. If you're a singer. Uh-huh. And you do something stupid, uh-huh. there's gonna be a hit about you. Hey, let me ask you a question, yeah. man. What is this song? What is it to? What yeah. song? He had a slow hit down. song, Slow Down. Slow Down, slow down. Yeah. yeah. Slow Down. That was probably his biggest a hit. Jam. It was. Big it as was as jam. His biggest well, this is the last kids? one now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. You're gonna like this one too. Yeah. yeah, and don't think I forgot you, R. Kelly, because I ain't. <laughs> don't think I didn't let you go, because I ain't. I just ain't got around to it. <laughs> this boy here sounds like somebody's mom. <laughs> don't think I forgot what you did. Come on, Jay. Here we go. Hit it on the Steve Holler Money. You know there's a lot of girls out there in L.A. on Melrose. Or not. Or not.
Production quality. <laughs> yeah. The girl said that. The yeah. Girl. The production quality on this hit. Always. They're always. You, you murdered. They're this always going to be yeah. top notch. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. It's really all I have to you say. You know what, man? <laughs> and you know what's on, man? He okay. came out and said, you know, it, it's not true. Yeah. I, but this video. Yeah, it's a viral video yeah. uh, allegedly showing Bobby Valentino. This is how you know it's viral. <laughs> I saw. Yeah. When you exactly. see it. Because when you when see, see it, you, you don't it's watch viral. anything. I don't watch time. nothing. Yeah. I don't have time. Oh, I'm stuff. on the wall trying to get somewhere, man. But you saw this. Man. I saw this video. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Uh, it's a, the only it's, person that ain't, well, my wife looks more than me, but when I see, when I show her this, she ain't going to believe this. It's yeah. him. Do you know Bobby V? I know him. I do, yeah. too. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Dog. I had him on the show before. Yeah. 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 Even when we were in L.A. Cool little dude. Yeah. yeah. I saw him yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Cute as pie. <laughs> I can't I can't watch no more. I can't listen to you. What you need to do is PayPal that person and get him that money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> clear that up. Bobby says yeah, he and his team had no idea that the woman on the video was transgender. That's, yeah, it ain't yeah, what we talking about. Yeah. PayPal yeah. that saying. person yeah. their money. He said, that ain't what we talking about. Yeah. We I'm talking about saying. paying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back. I don't really up. know how you tell. That, that ain't none of my business. Yeah. But... You was in there. At one point in time, you was in there. All right, prank phone call coming up next with the nephew. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at uh, the top of the hour, right about four minutes after the hour, Strawberry Letter, get ready for it today. But up next, it's the nephew's prank phone call, well, Uncle. this ignorant fooled and came out with another one. Uh-huh. That spe- his specialty is ignorance. Yes. Yeah, he does. You must Love take it. your hat off. He is the king of pranks. Yes, he is. This one is called Muscle Marvin. Hmm. Muscle Marvin. <laughs> Hello, this is Marvin. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to reach uh, Muscle Marvin. Yeah, this is me. What's cracking? Hey, uh, you, 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 the guy that do the training up there at, uh, at 
Jill? Yeah, what's up? Trying to get in one of my classes or something. Okay, what kind of classes you got? Well, let me see. I got aerobics, martial arts, and I got bodybuilding classes. So uh, it's really by whatever you want to do. Okay. You you uh you teach martial arts too? Yeah, I'm third degree black belt, man. I've you know I've been doing martial arts before I started the bodybuilding or whatever. Oh, oh, okay, okay. No, I, I, ain't, I ain't trying. Okay, listen. Uh, my, my, um, my wife actually been coming to that gym for at least two or three years now. Okay. Now the problem that I'm having, man, is that I wanted to call and just be a man and call and specifically talk to you, but my wife is telling me that when she comes to the gym, that Muscle Marvin is always asking her about personal training, trying to get her to pay for personal training and or be in one of your boot camp whoa, classes. Whoa, 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 hold up, homie. Hey, man, check this out, man. I don't ask people to train them. People ask me to train them. I got three classes in each thing that I do, bruh. I got too many folks already, man. I spend most of my time trying to get a break, man. What are you talking about? I'm asking somebody to train. My wife is telling me, man, when she come up to the gym, it's hard for her to work out because Muscle Marvin is, you know, always hounding her, you know, flexing. You you taking your shirt off. People ain't supposed to be taking their shirt off in the gym. You got your, your chest, your, your, your n***. Just jumping from side to side. You know, I don't know what all this about. You know what I'm saying? But I'm calling you as a man to tell you this right here. This right here. This right here finna stop, man. Oh, hold on, man. Watch the way you talking to me, bro. I not already told you, man. I don't be asking nobody to train. And as a matter of fact, man, who is your wife? Understand this is gym and women come through here every day, bro. Bro, I don't know who your, who is your wife specifically. My wife is Corin. Corin. All right, and I told you earlier, I'm Jason. We the okay? And the problem is, is that you running up on my wife, man. Hey. Now, I don't, I don't know if you ain't, I don't know what the deal is you're attracted to or what, but you keep running up on her about taking, uh, you know, taking personal training, getting personal training from you. She don't need all that, but she can't even come up there and hey, work boy, out by herself. Because you flexing all the Jason, damn time, man. Now, you tripping, man. I done told your I don't know who your wife is, but you're starting to run me hot. Listen, man, I don't know who your wife is. I don't know no Corin. I don't even know it's you, Corin. C-O-R-I-N. Corin, man. Corin. You telling me you calling me like a man? If you want to be a man, bring your up here to where I'm at, man. All you got to do is come up here, and you could talk to me in my face since you a man, because only cowards talk over the phone. Okay, All well, let me explain something you to you, man. To I'm not I'm your at. coward. I'm going to tell you this here, Mr. Muscle Marvin. You know where I'm at since your wife's trained up here. I ain't asked your wife to do nothing, man. You done lost your mind. Hey, check this out, bro. Bro, watch the way you handle me. No, no, you watch the way you handling me and the way you running up on my wife. I tell you what, here go, here go your warning, Muscle Marvin. Let my wife come on one more time telling me you got your n jumping all in the mirror, got your shirt off instead of running up on you. I'm coming up there to this gym and I'm whooping your I don't give a damn how many muscles you got. You coming to where? Take this out, man. I'm a right now. Bring your tired up here and your wife. And anything you got to do with me, we can do right now. What you got to wait till the next time for when you can bring your regular up here, your $2.05 up here right now, and we can take care of this issue right now, bro. Because I don't run from nothing. I ain't scared of nothing but Jesus. So whatever you talking about, partner, let's get it cracking, man. You ain't got to wait till tomorrow for what you can do today. I don't care nothing about your martial arts, man. I don't care nothing about no Bruce Lee. I don't care nothing about none of that. I don't give a damn about no martial arts either. We gonna go to the hood with this. We gonna take it to the...
sin. Wherever we got to take it. But you ain't finna be running up on my wife, man, about your damn body building. Man, I done told you for the last time that I don't know who your wife is. I deal with women all day long. This a gym. I don't walk around here with my shirt off. I got on a damn t-shirt. So this why is my wife telling me you the one running up on her, flexing you with all your muscles and all this, man? Why? Mr. Muscle Marvin? Because I flex when I finish lifting. If you would know what a muscle really look or feel like, you would understand the process of that. But obviously, since I don't ever see your little 22-pound up here, we don't know that area. Don't you tell me about muscles. I got muscles, too, Muscle Marvin. Now, I might not be in the gym flexing them every day, but I got muscles, too. You got muscles? You don't know what you're dealing with, boy. I'm benching 185. You hear me? Well, you benching 185? I'm benching 185. I got muscles, too, Mr. Muscle Marvin. You gonna quit disrespecting me when I'm not at the gym. Run up on my wife, man. You hear me? I disrespect people who disrespect me. You call me with this man. I told you in the very beginning, I didn't know who your wife was. Now you started trying to make me know somebody I don't know, bro. I don't have time for this. I'm gonna whoop your slow talking if you run up on my wife again. I'm gonna get fun with your ignorant because it's obvious you a coward. You ain't no man because you just took the offer when I told you to bring your little up here, and we could have figured this here out in person. You want to talk fly over the phone, get up off your and come down here to and we can take care of this right now. You ain't got to make no threats over the phone, bro. Bring your little up here to where I'm at. You ignorant. I don't feel like that I got too much other to do. Get off the phone. Hey, man, I got something else I need to say to you. Would you listen to me? Bruh, don't do yourself like that. It's going to be a misunderstanding, and you ain't prepared to handle it. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening? I'm, well, yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening for you to say you got your 185-pound on your way down here to so we can take care of this here. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Hello? Man, what did you say? <laughs> Muscle Marvin. Oh, Muscle man. Marvin, you all right, man? <laughs> fan uh the countdown to football season is here guys i know all of you love football yes it is time for me to build my hate up <laughs> the first preseason game of the season between the cowboys that's the one why does everybody either love I or hate the cowboys hate can't stand the them. cowboys can't stand them yeah well, and you hate them too steve right or as a child mine did. goes back i don't hate them anymore yeah oh, okay well, as I was saying, the first preseason game of the season yeah. between the Cowboys and the Cardinals don't mean nothing. Was last night. Yeah, yeah but it, uh, there's some bad news here. Uh, wing prices are on the rise. Now, this is where we need your attention. They charge them more. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken wings. Damn. Are going up. You're gonna lose okay. a lot of black people. Yeah, yeah. Game. Now you have our. Now you, you know how we love. Now we don't want to see the game. What a story. <laughs> You know how we love yeah. our wings while watching the games. What? 
people are eating less red meat, so this means they're eating more, more poultry, wings, right. more wings, to be exact. As pronounced wangs. Black people pronounce them chicken wangs. Not surely. No. I'm black, Jay. Chicken wang. That's debatable. Yeah. Yeah. That is not debatable. <laughs> not surely. With her bullshit behind. You know my hair goes back. I didn't even know what she was talking about. She said chicken wings. wings. Whatever. It's wings, guys. <laughs> No, it's not. Not if you do them right. They wane. <laughs> These wanes good as hell. <laughs> All right, anyway, Strawberry Letter coming up next. Who made these wanes? Oh. Who made these wanes? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Strawberry Letter is up next. You don't want to miss that, of course. But first, President Trump uh, insists that he never referred to the White House as a real dump. You guys heard about this. Uh, And has nothing but love for the executive mansion. Uh, This is in an article that will appear in the new issue of Sports Illustrated. Members of the Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey, say the president told them that he had been spending a lot of time there because that White House is a real dump. But President Trump insists the article is what he always says, fake news. He tweeted last night, I love the White House, one of the most beautiful buildings, homes I've ever seen. But fake news said I called it a dump. Totally untrue. Now, Steve, what did you say? say? Let me say (laughs) Go ahead. I've been to the White House. I have to. Yeah. It is not the nicest. No, it is not. Because it's what, old? It's just it's old. 300 right? years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. like the pictures. Yeah. Oh. They're well, scary, I don't like they? the pictures. Yeah, all of the Everybody up there dead. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Dead, and I can't yeah. name all of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't know who said, you be uh, looking no. at? Yeah, that's, that's President Coolidge. In the eyes follow you. Man, seriously. I. You know, it's historical, but I've been there enough times. Uh-huh. To just tell you, I'll stay in my crib any day. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, you did say that during the campaign, Jay. Yeah. He's, Steve said that Donald Trump probably wouldn't spend a lot of time no, there because he's used to ball or cribs, been you know? In there, it's, yeah. it's scary. Now, regretfully, yeah. uh-huh. regretfully, uh-huh. I say this regretfully. Okay. You sure you don't want to form it in a question? No, you don't say do this, a question? no, this can't be a question. Oh, okay. Regretfully, uh-huh. I know what. Donald Trump place look like. Oh, okay. Because I, I see. I, I understand it, regretfully is it, is now. It is nice as the one. Boy, let me tell you got something. It. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he got it. It's on and cracking. Uh-huh. It's it's decorating is what they do. Okay. Okay. No, they uh, listen to me. Yeah, because they're so rich. They can they know how to live yeah. now. They got it. Uh-huh. They got it. Okay. So it's they a real. It. The White House is a real step down. But you wouldn't use the word dump, though. No. Yeah. No, it's not a dump by any stretch uh-huh. of the imagination. But it is a step down from how he's been, what he's used to. You better please understand it is. <laughs> and Melania, I can promise you, his wife, uh-huh. she went up there and went back and said, "I'm gonna stay here." I'm not way. staying here, Donald. <laughs> yeah. She moved. My what? But you know man. Can I tell you something? <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't say anything disparaging about his wife because I think she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I met his daughter. I think his daughter's a really, really sweet woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mess with nobody's family. And man. that's mm-hmm. good because no, a lot of people I, tore up the first lady when Michelle was in office. Michelle Obama. Well, but, yeah. but let me tell you something. And, 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 and they're saying a lot of stuff about Donald Trump's mm-hmm. wife, too. I just think that the wife and kids should be off limits. Off limits. I That's agree. my belief. I agree. You should leave them alone. When they attacked Michelle Obama, it was totally uncalled yeah. for. Mm-hmm. And, but you attacked one of the most graceful, beautiful, but show enough smart women Strong, yes. ever stood foot in that White House. You better know that. Oh, yes. 
that woman right there mm-hmm. was more than qualified mm-hmm. to be and in there. Her attacks, you know, when them hillbillies attacked in West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. like an ape in hills yeah, to was... me. Well, yo. Fat ass is out of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fired him the next day. Yeah. All right, let's let's do that letter. <laughs> Sorry about that. I mean, excuse me. Is her fat ass out of work? <laughs> Forming into a question. Go ahead, Junior. All right, buckle up, hold on tight, strawberry letter. Subject unsatisfied in the bedroom. Hello, I'm a Midwesterner, now currently residing in Memphis, Tennessee. Since living here, I have begun dating this guy. He's a little older, charming, smart, college-educated, good job, no kids, no failed or current marriages, and has been there for me when I've needed him. With all these good qualities, he has one really bad one that is important to me. Mm. He's horrible in bed. Ooh. All caps, horrible. I don't think anyone can get the true gist of what I mean when I say he's horrible. He is challenged down there and more often than not has reached his destination before I even knew we were in the car. He also enjoys what I do for him but does not reciprocate, although I have expressed that I'm a huge fan of it as well. It's just bad all the way around. We have had open and serious discussions about this issue. And I don't know if he's embarrassed or what, but this horrible bedroom performance and my displeasure seems to be some sort of sick joke to him, at which I don't find funny in the least bit. So I'm writing you to ask what should I do, because I really like the man, but oh my goodness, his sex is the worst. Please give advice quick, fast. Thank you. Horrible. Wow. Um, I really I really am at a loss as to what to tell you. I, I don't know. You know, you've tried working with him. You've tried open and serious I discussions know. about it. Still nothing. You know, you say he doesn't take it serious. My question is, why are you still doing it? Why are you know still that. there with him? You know, know, if it's that bad, if his good, his charm and all that doesn't outweigh the bad. You know, I mean, they have all kinds of enhancement products. Steve. Know, but Just but if he's on. not interested, you know, maybe it's a medical issue or something. I don't know, no, Steve. No. Come on, Shirley. Just, yeah, go, just go, let me go Steve, ahead. Go. Unsatisfied in the bedroom. <sighs> Listen to this right here. He's a little older, charming, smart, college educated. Good job. No kids. No failed or current marriages. Then later on it says, with all these good qualities, he has one really bad one that's important. He's horrible in bed. I don't think you get the truth just to what I mean when I say he's horrible. Well, guess what, lady? That explains the first half of your letter. He's horrible in bed. That explains the no kids, the no failed or current marriages. Ain't nobody having kids because he ain't there long enough to make kids. <laughs> ain't nobody marrying him because ain't nobody signing up for a <laughs> lifetime of this misery. Right. He has no current or failed marriages because who you know the hell going to say I do to this hill mess? Every day? That's why he's older. No kids, no marriages, no nothing. See, and then you say he has no kids, and, and then you go on to say he's horrible. He's challenged down there. He's challenged down there. Once again, that explains no kids, no failed or current marriages. But then you say, and he has been there for me when I needed him. Lady, that's cause don't nobody else want him. He has time to be there. He'll be there for you forever. 
because he's not in popular demand. He's sitting at the house right now waiting on you to come home. He's not a player, Steve. Uh-uh. How he going to be a player? Player is a person who repetitively does something with persons of the opposite sex. He ain't never been back twice, except with you. Because you're the only one dumb enough to understand that you don't get it. He ain't finna get good in the bed right here, you know? And then you want to know, you want to know uh, that he always enjoys what I do for him that does not reciprocate it, although I express that I'm a huge fan. Well, hell, start doing to him what he's doing to you. We'll be back in part two. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at 41 after the hour, Nick Cannon is going to be our special guest. We'll see what's going on with him. But right now, come on, Steve, finish your uh, part two of your response to today's Strawberry Letter. Let's All do right. it. <laughs> There's nothing what? you can do for a man that's doing this. So here's the part. Now, she's been having serious discussions with this guy about his bedroom thing. And such a displeasure that... uh. It seems to be some sick joke to him, mm-hmm. at which I don't find funny in the least bit. So I'm writing you to ask, what should I do? Because I really like the man, but oh my goodness, his sex is the worst. Well, then, you know, since he like telling jokes, you've wrote the right person. I think you should develop some nicknames for him. And start calling him nicknames since he won't think it's all funny. And then that might get his attention. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, you could, like, call him, like, Rash. Rash? What, what does that mean, Steve? <laughs> then when he asks you, just say, because you feel like a little itch. <laughs> what? Or you call him Blinky. Blinky? I don't get what. What does that mean? Because as soon as you bat your eyes, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> you can call him Pebbles. Pebbles, huh? What? Them I... is just little rocks. <laughs> <laughs> How about Mighty Mouse? Mighty Mouse? Yeah, he's mighty because he take care of bills in the house. Uh But when he make love, it's like making love to a little hamster. (laughs) Stupid, Steve. I'm just throwing stuff. How about Flicker? Flicker? Yeah. Because when you loving him, he he go in and he out. (laughs) He go in and he out like just a flicker. Uh How about call him T.I.? Why that? That's it? Uh, what? No, T.I. Oh, yeah, that's, that's it. it. Oh, T.I. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Call him Snapshot. What does that mean, Steve? Snapshot. Because as soon as you press his button, it's over. God. <laughs> I got one for I, you. I got one. Look, go ahead, go ahead. Call go him ahead, Kanye Tom. so he can apologize. <laughs> I got one. I got one more. I like that. Here go one. Call him Kindergartner. Why? <laughs> Cause he make love like he five. <laughs> what? Hurt him like he hurting you. Yeah, seems like she's gonna That's stay, a... huh? How about Cheetah? You could call him Cheetah. What? Cheetah? Cheetah? What, what that, that mean? Cause that's what he do to you every night. He Cheetah. <laughs> All right, Steve. We have to go. You know we have to go. We're running out of time. <laughs> Email or Instagram us your thoughts. <laughs> Thank you. On today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. Okay, switching gears. Uh, well, bought Jay this really nice uh, <laughs> souvenir in Paris. 
Yeah. Don't show it to him yet. Don't show it to Jay it's yet. Hand it to me. Right. Shut up, Jay. Jay. Jay, don't say nothing. Be quiet. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> you want to oh, describe? Oh, he's going to love that. Yeah. Come. Jay, give that to him. Hey, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This Jay is... uh, bought you that from Paris. Oh, my God. Oh, your hand up. This is so nice. Hold it. Hold it. Oh, my God. I'm... Yes. So I can't see it, Jay. Let me I'll see. I'll tell you what it is. It's ha- oh, Look, it's half of a white woman's butt with um, <laughs> in a bikini that says Paris. It's a refrigerator magnet. It's a bottle opener. Oh, yeah. That's oh, what I oh, thought. No, I'm not going to use this to open bottles at all. Oh, what are you doing? I'm going to use this. Yeah. <laughs> this is so nice. This is what I always wanted. But That's I mean, I wish I had the other part, the top part. I but told I mean, you to get the top too. White Carla. woman bottom is nice. There's nothing wrong with this. A bottle opener. No, uh, yeah. I'm not using it for that, Steve. You know, you're thinking out the box. Think out the box. Think out the box. This is so What's nice. What's going with it? Show me. Ooh, I'm what rubbing it now. Jay! Are you rubbing what? the white ladies behind you? Yeah. Well, what is Jay It's made out of ceramic. It's heavy. Yeah, Jay using it as a fidget spinner. What he doing? <laughs> That's it. That's yeah, because he, he is looking Spin. nervous. Thank you so much. They Thank spinning. You. They spinning. This, this shows you guys care. That's what this oh, shows. This shows, this shows ignorance. Yeah. They done so bought much. you half That's a white woman. you would have brought me back a lighter back out, I'll beat the hell out of both of y'all, man. This is what I want. Thank you. Ooh, love it. Uh, I, I never like it. Yeah. And yeah. the words of Bruno Mars, that's what I like. That's oh, what no. I like. <laughs> and I love how he feels perfectly comfortable saying oh, that. I have married in this three room. black women, and now they got a little money. They did all right. And now it's no. time to go white. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this man. Man, he is so serious. <laughs> Look at Steve over there. Man, just... Steve, Steve loves black women. He does. Well, yes. I know yes. too. Mm-hmm. Is my voice? Did that go high? Yes. 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 Very. I love, I love black high. women too. I really do. Uh-huh. Married uh-huh. a couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couple. Three to be exact. Hey, hey, who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're counting? Boy, but we Jay, was... are you going to do it again? You ever, you, you ever think you can make it? He said, excuse me. Who are you guys serious? I know. First of all, why would you insult me like that? I mean, <laughs> why the insults? What you say? What you say do, for the first time, I'm happy. I'm, oh, my God, I'm so happy. Well, what is it about marriage that you don't like? Hmm? <laughs> I think I was clear. Oh, I think it's that part where you say, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That part right there. We go. I do. (laughs) You just like being on your own, being your own boss, not having to answer to anyone, check in, all of that. Yeah. And what do you like about white women? That kept me single for a while. What do you like about white women? About Mm. white women. Say that again. What? (laughs) Oh, it's gonna go good. I can answer that question. What do you like about white women? There it is. You said it right there. White. That's it. Just white? I hate him. White. I hate him. I ain't part of him. I hate him with a passion. I'm not part of nothing him and Tommy doing right now. Yeah, so I just answered the question, dog. I answered his question. Tommy can't even say it. What do you like about white women? What's not to like? (laughs) But do you like them over black women? Uh, Under, I don't care. Oh, happy birthday to happy me. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right, switching gears, Nick Cannon will be our special guest at 41 After the Hour. We'll be back. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, earlier this week, you know, Nick Cannon called in to talk to us about his brand new movie. It's called King of the Dance Hall. Nephew Tommy and all of us uh, here at the Morning Crew had a chance to talk to Nick about the movie King of the Dance Hall, showing now on YouTube Red. Here we go. All right, coming up, our special guest is a comedian, television host, actor, and producer. His yeah. hugely successful show is Wildin' Out. We all Woo. about to know about Wildin' Out. Yeah, absolutely. Wildin' Out. All right. You got to have some tough skin for Wildin' Out. That's where I get all my jokes from. And you have to be very talented to be on that show. Very quick. That's my show. You gotta be. Yeah. Wildin'. In addition oh, to that, no. he's got a new movie that he wrote, produced, and he's starring in. Okay. It's the King of the Dance Hall. King of the Dance Hall. He's joining us this morning to tell us all about it. Put your hands together, the one, the only, Mr. Nick Cannon. Nick! Good morning, Nick! What's up, Nick? We watched him grow up on TV, man. Yes, we did. Movies, all that. Everything. Drama. What's happening, Nick? What's going on, family? How y'all doing? Hey, Nick. We good, man. Tell us about it, man. King of the Dance Hall can be seen on on YouTube, YouTube Red, and it captures... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's it's dropping at the perfect time because you know we just had Emancipation Day in Jamaica, and it's actually this weekend is the Independence of Jamaica. So, like, really, I I made this film because I wanted to share the culture of Kingston and and dance hall and how it originated because we see so many influences from Beyonce to Rihanna dancing in their videos to uh-huh. Drake and Justin Bieber borrowing from the culture to make their music, but we never really heard the story in a mainstream way. And, you know, if you love Dirty Dancing and Saturday Night Fever and all of those dance films, I felt like it was uh, ample opportunity to display a, a similar uh, love story through the dance culture of Jamaica. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Boop, 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 booyaka, booyaka. Uh, <laughs> all of those hips. Yeah, all of those hips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got I'm bodies. Go yes, there. yeah. What? What, Junior? Yeah. I'm ready to go down there. <laughs> so, is, is, is the whole thing shot? The whole thing shot in Jamaica. Yeah, we shot the entire thing in Kingston. I mean, my character is actually uh, from Brooklyn, so the the movie yeah. opens up in Brooklyn. Uh, but then from there, uh, you know, we take that plane ride, and, and for the rest of the film, we in Kingston, Jamaica. Next, I can't wait. Yeah, sexy. Right. Yeah. It's good. It's a, it's a great cast, too. I mean, uh, Whoopi Goldberg plays my mother. Lou Gossett Jr. is wow, uh, in there. To, yeah, but Buster Rhymes is in the film. And Buster. Dance, yeah, dance all culture from Beanie Man to Kamani Marley mm-hmm. to all of these people are in the film. So it's, a, it's actually a, a very powerful film with a great cast. Hey, Nick, this one person I've asked, I didn't hear you say it was in the movie. Have y'all found Shabba? <laughs> Has anybody seen Shabba? What have you done with Shabba? Shabba Race didn't ranks. make the movie. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just want to know, did y'all find Shabba? Have you been looking for him? <laughs> no, yo, I'm going to be honest with you. We actually did reach out to Shabba, and Shabba got so much money. Shabba good. He's like, cool. like, sitting, sitting pretty. Uh, <laughs> I just, we ain't going to hear from him then. Okay. <laughs> Java made his money. He chilling. It's just ugly as he want to be just sitting over there. Just rich. <laughs> <laughs> just ain't even think about being cute. He ain't even trying to get no makeover, nothing. Just sit your ugly ass over there with all this money. Just, and be rich. Java! <laughs> <laughs> 
That's hilarious. But you, you know what I love about you, Nick? There's so many layers to you. I mean, reinventing himself. Yes, you just, every time. Yeah, on and on and on mm-hmm. with your talent. You keep he revealing. Can stand up. The boy got to go on. Everything. Thank you know, you. We, that's what we love about you. And as we mentioned earlier, we've watched you grow on TV into the man you are today. And we, you know, we can't do anything but respect that and respect your talent. Uh, thank you so much. And I mean, you know, I learned from, you know, mentors like Steve and others. Yeah. And I've just watched to be able to display myself as an artist on many different forms, whether it's film, television, the stage, music, all of that stuff. So I've been blessed enough to, you know, wake up and be creative each day. So I just, I take it, I take it as, as a gift from God. So, you know, yeah. however I can display it, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And what's up with the turbans, Nick? Yeah. Um, <laughs> My crown, my sovereignty, that's what, uh, to, to speak on, on spirituality for a second, I mean, a lot of people thought it was mainly a fashion statement, but mm-hmm. it was definitely me uh, doing a lot of spiritual understanding in the world of Sikhism and my Moorish background and mentality of just understanding who we are as a native people and just, we, we come from kings, you know, and a lot of times I feel like you have to change and shift that narrative because we glorify so many things in our community and we want to point blame, but until we understand who we truly are as a people uh there we won't have growth so i feel like if i could be a representation of something different something unique and if it stands firm and, and people ask the question about my turban or uh-huh. my spiritual beliefs i have the opportunity to share that nick I, I like the turban i just don't know where to get them at they ain't at macy's i don't know where you buy them at. <laughs> I'm going to start a little turban line. We're going to be yeah, wild. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You, you put me on wild and out, I'll put one on. Hey, <laughs> it'll be two turbans on there. King of, the dan- King of the dance hall. When does it drop, Nick? Uh, it's out now. You can catch it on YouTube, Red. It's available for everybody all around the world, Google Play, all of that stuff. So, you know, that's the reason why I released it this way, so everybody can have access to it. All right. We hey, can't man. wait to see it. We that's can't wait to see it, man. Thanks for calling, brother. No doubt. Thanks for having me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, there's a new app called Calm. C-A-L-M. What? Calm. Oh, okay. a brand new app. It's a bedtime story reader to help adults go to sleep. So if you have problems going to sleep at night, I don't know if any of us on this show uh, has that issue because we have to get up so early. But anyway, it's an app that features bedtime stories written just for adults, grown people. The tales are meant to help us transition from our hectic daily lives to the relaxing night. Uh, instead of stimulating our brains like TV and scrolling through social media do, Calm is here to power down your mind. Oh. The stories mm. are like mini audiobooks with soothing voices to lull you to dreamland. Oh, I should work on this. No, no. like stories um, like, once upon a time, there was a famous R&B singer who got trapped in a room with a transvestite that he didn't pay. The transvestite <laughs> was very He's upset. Here. He it's had so to stupid. leave and not pay the transvestite. The transvestite <laughs> had his shoes... <laughs> End of story. That's a good I'll be ass hanging story. Hanging on the end of that story like I was when R. Kelly was doing them trapped in the closet. Yes. I couldn't wait on Virgin Now. Yes, yes, yes. Boy, I thought that was the greatest was series I've ever seen. Unbelievable, man. Came about the closet. Came about the closet. Oh, no. Man. The cop is on my 
it, yeah. dog, it was absolutely brilliant. It was. Brilliant. You were was trying brilliant. to figure out what was going to happen Happens. next. Yeah, that's yeah. Who was going to come out of the closet? What was going on in the yeah, closet? Brilliant. All of that. Yeah. Hey, this, yeah. would this be a good app for little tiny stories? Oh. Yeah. I'm just asking, uh, would it be a good app? Junior, that? <laughs> that is the most brilliant thing you've ever that said is. on this show to date. <laughs> you lay down in the bed, 9.30. Hello, boys and girls. <laughs> That'd be perfect, huh? Hi, boys and girls. Hi, boys and girls. I think it's time for another little Tommy story. Yay! Put Yay! me to sleep. Put Yay! me to sleep. You know what? What? I think we should try one right now. <laughs> Let's do it, Uncle Steve. Go for it. <laughs> Well, boys and girls, <laughs> here it is. Okay. Once upon a time, once upon a time. Yes. There was a boy named, you know who? <laughs> little Tommy. Yes. And he became a big little Tommy. <laughs> he got a job on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yay, Yay Tommy. His uncle put him to work. Everything was going good. Yes, it was. He was making money hand over fist. Enough to buy him a chateau. He bought houses with gates <laughs> and cars on Instagram and Maseratis and, and Rolls Royces. Royces. Yes. Yeah. He bought everything. Little Tommy was bowling. Did he have a stylist to help him pick out his clothes, Uncle Steve? One suit. <laughs> like most rich people? Uh-uh. His stylist only picked out one suit. Oh, I bet it was good. <laughs> so he thought. <laughs> so anyway. Yes. Tommy was just balling and balling and balling. <laughs> and then he brought all his balling to his <laughs> uncle's attention. And then what happened, what happened Uncle, Uncle Steve? Steve? Well, his uncle happened to be really balling. <laughs> He was balling more than Tommy? Way more than Tommy. <laughs> to the point where Tommy's balling was uh -huh. actually marbling. <laughs> His ball had turned into a marble. Oh, no, not a marble. Just a little black marble with an orange cat eye. So his uncle showed him what balling really was. Sure did. <laughs> And the more he realized how hard his uncle was balling, yes. the less he thought of himself. So Aww. one day on the radio, yes. they were having a conversation. Okay. Okay. What was that about? Oh, it was about a very simple thing. What? His uncle one day was trying to find someone to stretch him. Oh, oh because he's... Working out again, working right? Working out. Yes. So he asked the girl on the show with the crazy voice, Mississippi Monica. Yes. Can you please her. tell me uh -huh. a, a way that people could send in suggestions for a great stretcher in L.A.? You mean the one that got bumped by the car? Yeah. How did, <laughs> yes. We call her the mouth of the South, Jay. Now she's That's the her. mouth of the West. She's that a very rhyme. attractive young lady. <laughs> Cute as a button. Can't cross the street, though. Mm-mm, mm -mm, cause they can't see her. Does she have big boobies? Uh, no, you must have the wrong one. That's her head. I'm sorry, we distracted you, Uncle Steve. So anyway, people was trying to figure out how they could help Uncle Steve find a stretcher. Yes. Yeah. 
So right while I was waiting on Monica to tell me how they could call in, uh-huh. little nephew was not paying attention because he doesn't listen to hear. He listens for an opening where he can respond. So he just fired off. She already told you. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> what did he say? So then he responded. She already told you. <laughs> so you know Uncle being Uncle. Balling uncle. uncle? You mean the balling? The big balling uncle. <laughs> shut his fingers in the casket real hard. <laughs> he, he slammed them down and, and caught his little raccoon hands in that casket oh, and reminded him that the reason you trying to get this information out of order is the same way you sell your monkey ass baby. <laughs> and that right there. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Threw little Tommy into depression. No. He realized right there once again. What? That 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 he had the disease called has. (laughs) (laughs) Get it out, Uncle Steve. He has that disease called has. What is has? What is has? Has stands for he ain't sugar. Once, once he realized. Oh, Steve, there's no such disease called hands. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, my God. Did you just make that up? Uh-uh. He realized again. He ain't sugar honey out his teeth. And that was the end of the little Tommy story. And the reason we can tell it is because he ain't here today. Because he's out sick? He's, he's outside. <laughs> We gotta go. We'll be back. It can come come out of nowhere. I hate this show. Oh, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Someone we all love. She's a friend to the show. We love her, especially you, Steve. The one and only, the legend, Miss Patty LaBelle. Miss Patty Patty LaBelle. Story about her. She's letting everyone know that she is not a diva. A lot of people call her a diva because she's so talented. Not because of anything negative, but just because of her her career and, 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 you know, her singing ability and all of that, her talent. She explained, if I do daytime divas, which I did, and if I did divas the concert, of course, I'm going to be in it, but I'm not saying I'm a diva. So she's saying she's done diva daytime stuff, divas. But she's not a diva. Yeah, she, she's done, you know, divas the concert, but she's not a diva. She's yeah. one of the nicest people. She's, I mean, I've worked I mean, for her really uh, several times. She is such a nice person. I don't really think is. that diva should be considered a negative connotation. No, no. no. Because you want what you want. Right? Let me yeah. tell you something. Diana Ross. Oh my God! Is a diva, the diva mm-hmm. of all divas, but okay. one of the nicest people that you Definitely. know. Definitely, Diana Ross. Queen. Yes, is a real sweetheart <laughs> I did not know of a human being. Oh, yeah. man, she's my favorite, hands down. Yeah. I mean, Diana Ross is shut essence down. Deal. She's yeah. the truth. Because yeah. she's the real deal. Oh, you saw it. She did and, yeah. and, and, he, was, he did Essence. Oh, that's the talk. Essence. I that, did not know that. That was the talk of the entire Essence. Yeah. How Diana Ross Di- came in man. and just wrecked it. Oh, Diana man. Ross. She's such yes. a nice lady. I mean, and I work for I work with the Di- Miss Diana Ross, uh, Patty LaBelle, and uh, um, Aretha Franklin. They just want what they want. They're mm-hmm. really nice people. I've never had any problem with it. And they should get what they want. Yeah. Yes. I mean, come on. They you paid yeah. their dues. You, put, you paid the dues. They put right. the work they, in. They are the reason Whitney exists. 
today. Mariah Curry exists. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. Yeah. Alicia Mary Keys. Jay. Mary J. All of them. Erica Badu. Let us Jill see. Scott. <laughs> yeah. Let us see. All, all of them. You can go yeah. down Tony the Braxton. list. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Tony, all of them. you can go down the list mm-hmm. of all of the, and we listed some great singers yes, and performers. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. All of them are because of Diana Ross, mm-hmm. Patti LaBelle, Aretha, Aretha Franklin, baby. Gladys Knight. Gladys, Gladys Knight, 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 Knight and the Pip. Yeah. yeah. Gladys Knight is one of the coolest people oh, on planet gosh, Earth. She's so nice. You're I'm right. telling you, but they know how to do it. Anita Baker know how to oh, do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Them girls perform, yes, man. Yeah, you're right, Steve. They you're not right. clowning. Shaka Khan come to work. Hello. Oh, yeah. oh, sh- oh man. That powerhouse listen, of a voice boy, she has. Listen to me. What? But th- because of those women, mm-hmm. the ones we listed mm-hmm. exist. Yeah. But most of them women, they know that Beyonce will give credit to them girls. All of them. Oh, Angie know. Stone. Know. Angie Stone. They All know. of them. Yes. They know where they, they come do. from. They do. Yeah. Them women right there was about it, man. Yeah. Because if you're a true artist, Steve, you do mm. study the greats. And, and let me tell you something. All them women we named, they ass could blow. Greatness. Mm-hmm. Greatness. Flat out blow. <laughs> Madea. Madea knows how to blow. I just was trying to put some funny in there. That's all I had. Yeah, well, 10 seconds. It's nice. It's time to go to break. Okay, yeah, let's just go ahead and go to... I had nothing else. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, okay. I just thought I'd throw my dear out there. You, again, again, may I remind you, you hired him. Do we go to Miss Ann now? Yeah, but we'll deal with you during the break, sir. Uh, we'll be back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, this is according to Business Journal. This is a new survey that finds that a lot of employees would rather have more vacation rather than a pay raise. Really? Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, if given the choice, 41% of people would actually rather have more paid vacation time than a pay raise. Hell yeah. Hell While yeah, we're man. always... Who take that? Yeah, we're always hearing about U.S. employees not using up all their paid vacation each year. It seems like a lot of folks really do want more time off. In fact, a new survey finds that if given the choice, 41% of the people would actually rather have more paid vacation than a paid raise. I that. can't say that enough. Yeah. Do you think you'd rather have more vacation time? Time or a pay raise. More vacation. I, yeah. What about you? I, I'm kind of on the fence with this one because I don't take a lot of vacation, which huh. is crazy. If you give me sick days, I'm taking them. I Every know. last one of them. Every last one I, of them. I don't take a lot of vacation. I really don't. You have I to never tell have. me I don't yeah. have them on damn day. <laughs> it ain't an option for me. You, you have to tell me yeah. I'm out of sick days yeah. and vacation yeah. days. Because yeah. yeah. if you don't yeah. say nothing, I'm on. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee you I'm taking my sick days. Yeah. So I guess I would be, yeah, I'd get a pay raise. <laughs> I guess I'd be that, that person. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, instead no. of vacation days. Because I barely, rarely take the ones that I have. I'm then supposed to be on vacation really, right now. I love you a lot, but something is really, <laughs> really wrong with you. But it is. It is. But it, am I a workaholic? Well, I think your bougieness uh, <laughs> won't allow you to be. Yeah, I think, I think your bougieness, minute, I think your bougie, bougieness borderlines and tips off into stupidity. <laughs> oh, no, you call me stupid. No, I didn't say you were stupid. <laughs> he said tips off. I said, I said you were bougie. Yeah. And he but said tips if, off. If your bougieness is overrunning you, yeah. and it tips over into <laughs> stupidity. Because why your ass won't take your vacation? Supposed to be on vacation now, right but you now. Said, she didn't take it. 
You supposed to be on vacation I now? I put in for it, and I, I put in for it, and I'm here. Can I have your days? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, take man. my days, man. Uh, let, hey, let me tell you something. Okay. I, I need help. If they told me, Steve, uh-huh. you can take off from now on all of your jobs, and we'll just send you the check. Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't sign up for that? My ass is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm My doing that. My ass is gone. I'm <laughs> gone, 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 gone. Okay, let me ask you this question. Whatever your salary is, mm-hmm. if somebody gave you three years of your salary and gave it to you at one time, yeah, would you quit your job? No. <laughs> oh, hell no. 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 I got to be in here running the board. Pat, move over. <laughs> I got to have someone. I like coming yeah, to work. Yeah, I really like I like yeah. having a purpose. Yeah. 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 I think that's what it is. I yeah. like having a purpose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you got to have something to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like, I like it. So, so let me ask you. <laughs> your salary. Yeah. Uh, your salary for three years. Oh, hell yeah. Would if, you quit if all I got of your jobs? salary, I'd take all yeah. that. Yeah. Straight out of here. Yeah. Well, that's a little different. <laughs> well, straight out of here and would not look back. And would not. <laughs> Three years and yourself. go home and tell Marjorie, and she'd be all right with that decision. Yes. <laughs> so, baby, this is what we're going to do. Well, you but, can live off of it, I'm well, sure, for the rest of the Baby, baby, let me tell you what we're going to do now. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. We're going to slow down. Mm-hmm. We're going to slow down. I'm going to buy a couple things, and we're going to lock it down. Then I'm going to go back and get another show. <laughs> but right now. But right now. We're going to slow it down. We're going on another trip. In the words of Bobby V, we're going to slow down. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back right after this to close out the show with just one more thing. Or should I say thang? Thang. Hey, now. Hey. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back. This is it, man. This is it, Shirley. Uh, well, just one more thing. Uh, Laz Alonzo was our special guest uh, earlier this week, the other day. And the movie Detroit, uh, which Jay and oh I have both God, seen, that movie is, is so good. It's in theaters right now. It's so good. Please make it part of your weekend. What you see is what you get now, baby. Yeah, it, it's it's part that and then part of the story about the beginning of the dramatics, the singing group from Motown. So what we want you to do right now is we sing you out. <laughs> Check out our interview with Laz. Good morning. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yes, sir. What's up, brother? What's up? What's up, Laz? What's up with you, boy? Oh, man, I'm so happy to be here on your show. You know I love coming on here and sharing, you know, Sharing a little bit of love with y'all, man. Man, we're glad to have you. Let me tell you something, Laz. The girls have seen Detroit. Oh, it's so okay. good. I mean, Shirley. Shirley saw yeah, Detroit saw already. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to see this movie. Everyone in the world has to the see this movie. The trailers look so, outstanding. It's so good. Now, Laz, you play Congressman John Conyers uh, in the movie. The movie's good. I saw it here in L.A. It's so powerful. Let's talk about it. Well, you know, the movie takes place in 1967, and I think that the most important part about this film is, you know, a lot of people call it the riot. You know, we've chosen to call it a rebellion because a rebellion is what happens when people who feel like they are not being seen and they are not being heard mm-hmm. finally have enough and stand up and demand to be heard. And that's really what the political climate was back in 1967. Another thing is, is this is just one story of 300 there were over 300 of these that were going on all over the country in that decade alone in the 60s alone yeah you know so Mm -hmm. knowing that as a backdrop kind of sets the tone for it just wasn't one incident where we have just happened to have police violence happen in detroit 
and black people decided to burn the city down. No, this was happening over 300 times all over the country. You know, so so knowing that when we go into this film, mm-hmm. it kind of helps remind us of where we were back then. In a weird way, Shirley, it connects us to where we are now as well. Absolutely. The, absolutely. That's what I was thinking when I saw the film. This happened That's 50 same. years ago, but it's still happening today with police brutality and how they handle it. And these police who maybe are brought up on these charges, but somehow miraculously they get off. Unsc- Which is sad. Unscathed, you know, yeah. and the, right. Yeah, and that that's the sad part. You're absolutely right. They also told a story about how the dramatics got started. And right. That's one of Steve's laughs. He's about to tear <laughs> up. About to cry. Yeah. One of his favorite groups of all times. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, hell no. <laughs> it, it, it was a lot. It was a lot of cockle doodle doing with the, when the dramatics came up. <laughs> Come on, boy. Come on, boy. Stop that, Lars. Stop no, that. Lars. Yeah, man. Yeah, boy. Man, I, I was listening to you, Steve, and I was like, man, y'all reminded me of when I caught my cockle doodle doing. I done been there too. I heard a couple of roosters in, in my in my hen house. Uh, what? <laughs> you last you no one would ever think that about you because you're tall and fine and rich and sexy and all those things, right? The farm is a farm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I think this movie does, it helps us be able to empathize with what's going on. You know, a lot of times right now we see the cell phone camera footage. We see it played five thousand times in the news. You know, we see a five-second clip, and then we see a mugshot and a criminal history. Mm-hmm. You know, and in this film, you actually get to see families. You know, you get to see loved ones. You get to see people that kiss you in the morning, you know, and wish your safe return. Daughters, mothers, you know, family members. It helps you see the full story on both sides, actually. It, it, it's really interesting how she shot it. You know, Catherine Bigelow usually does war films. Yes, she does. She did And you zero, feel like, you know, 30. this is... Yeah, zero mm-hmm. dark thirty, her yeah. locker, and you feel her like locker. you are in a war mm-hmm. when you're watching this film, and it, and it really was, you know. That, that's really so, important, Laz, that you said that because a lot of times you don't know how these things get started. You don't, and sometimes it's right. just so innocent, and people are just so tired of being treated a certain way, and it takes one person to mm-hmm. do something, and then you know all hell breaks mm-hmm. loose. All hell and breaks it, loose. I'm actually right now at the African American uh, African American Museum here in D.C. taking a tour with my family. So I'm over on the side doing this call. But the interesting thing was, during in one of the displays, it shows how African Americans had to have you know like underground clubs mm-hmm. and underground bars just to be able to have a business in an area that did not give black people loans. Absolutely. You know, so so that's where our story begins. You know, you had a guy who came home from the Vietnam War at this place called the Blind Pig in Detroit, you know, a little underground bar. Police came and broke it up, and they just went overboard. And people were, people were had enough. Yeah, that's what it was. It just took yep. that one t- one time they had enough, and, and it just went from there. Detroit, such a powerful, powerful, powerful movie. I encourage everyone to see it. Uh, uh, your role was important in the movie, uh, Laz, of course. Uh, young Algie Smith, you guys will remember him. He played uh, Ralph wow. Tresvant mm-hmm. in the uh, New Edition story. And yep. uh, such a, he's the one that played uh, the leader of the dramatics at the time. Uh, yep. Yeah, it, it yep. was really su- such a great movie. Uh, Anthony yep. Mackie's in it. Mm. But you guys have to see it. it. It's an important story. Just to look at what happened 50 years ago yeah. and now. 
Hey, we're going to yep. get out to Hey, Lars, listen, man, yep. we appreciate you calling in. Get on back to your family, man. Enjoy the museum up there. I got to get up there. I done heard some great things about yeah. it, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been up there. Hey, Lars, man, we love you, man. Thank you, brother. I love you, too, brother. You know I support you 100%. All the time. Ladies right, and gentlemen, now. Lars Alonzo. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Detroit, the movie. cock a doo da doo da Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That ain't what she did. No. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what she did. <laughs> That's what she did. Let me find Thomas. out that was you, Steve. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. That sounded kind of familiar. Yeah, uh-huh. That was what he heard. All right, boy, we appreciate you. All right, y'all. Let's have a great weekend, everybody. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 